What's up, ATD? Welcome back to the first episode of Building Our Vision in 2022. Um, personally, I'm really glad 2021 is over. Um, I'm really feeling really optimistic about 2022. And we're going to start this year with a bang with a new series where we pull back the curtain on what goes on at the VP level. Uh, throughout the year, we're going to check in with the Greater Atlanta Executive Board to see how their term in office is going. Um, we're going to get to know them a little better, hear their reflections on their role, and get an inside scoop on what exactly is going on with ATD Greater Atlanta. With me today, I have VP of Strategic Partnerships, Jennifer Schmelter, uh, VP of Technology, Rhonda Carr, and the Chief Financial Officer, Stephanie Smith. Uh, welcome, everybody. Woo. Hello. Thank Happy. you for having us. Of course. Happy to um, be here. Yeah. Uh, so we are, for everybody at home, we are on a Zoom call right now, um, and we're just kind of looking at each other. <laughs> we have our videos on. Yeah, everybody's waving. We're excited. Um, so let me just go ahead and jump right into the questions. Uh, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, um, start with your name, and then answer the question, how did you start volunteering with ATD? Uh, so let's start with Rhonda. Cool. Okay. So you've already said my name. I don't need to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, started volunteering with uh, the Greater Atlanta chapter in January of 2020. I was told that some help was needed with the newsletter, so that's what started it for me. And then I uh, built the e-learning onboarding course for the executive board, and I just kept volunteering from there. Awesome. Let's go to the next person. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Jen Schmelter. I'm the VP of Strategic Partnerships, as Neha said. And I actually have been a member of ATD for quite a while. I was a member at the Central Florida chapter uh, starting in around 2011. And when my husband and I relocated to the Atlanta area, I knew I wanted to continue being a member and I had the opportunity of time um, to be able to volunteer. So I raised my hand and served as the director of collegiate partnerships for about a year and a half and then have the opportunity to step into the VP role. So I'm really excited to get started and learn and get to know all the members better too. Awesome. And then last, of course, is me. I'm Stephanie Smith. I've also been part of the ATD chapter for quite a while. Um, I used to be a high school math teacher and decided that wasn't really for me. So um, I went back to school for instructional design and we were encouraged to join uh, local organizations like ATD. So um, I knew that I needed to uh, beef up my resume. So I decided to volunteer and that was around like 2012 and I joined the board in 2014. I just really enjoyed what I was doing. I was, um, the VP of technology at the time. And I ended up having a couple of kids and dropped off the face of the planet. Um, <laughs> but came back, uh, a year and a half ago as the VP of technology again. And I just love, uh, volunteering, for the chapter. So I'm still here. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, Stephanie has been, Stephanie was on the board with me last year too. Um, and that was a great experience. So I'm really excited for all of you to get to work with Stephanie again <laughs> this year. Um, she's amazing. Um, and okay. So I will, I wanted to ask a follow-up question really quick. Uh, 
how did you guys hear about ATD? Like who told you to join it? Or like, did you Google search it? You know, like, how did you hear it? Um, let's start with Jennifer. So I actually heard about ATD. Um, as I said, I was living in central Florida at the time. And I think like a lot of people, I kind of transitioned into training. It's not something that I, um, you know, went to university for or knew it was where I wanted to be until I got into the workforce. So I was transitioning from an operations role into a learning and development role and had a great mentor who was guiding me. And I was just feeling really overwhelmed and I didn't really know where to get guidance from and things like that. And he recommended that I join the local chapter. And it was just a really wonderful opportunity, both from a resource perspective and just having tools and access to information that I didn't have before, uh, but also just building a network of people that you could reach out to when you need to bounce ideas off of, or you're trying to brainstorm something or benchmark. Um, so that's how I ended up initially joining. That's awesome. Rhonda? Oh, so when I first started my master's in instructional design, my enrollment counselor, who has since become a dear friend of mine and also joined the for the New York City chapter. So shout out to Mary Sarkisian. Um, she kept telling me I needed to join ATD. So, you know, I did my research. I put my list out there. And then, like, towards the end of the program, our professors started sharing different organizations that we might want to join. And I did all my little spreadsheets, made my list, and checked them twice. ATD always kept being at the top of it because of what they offered, the clientele that they targeted, what I could learn from them. So um, as a birthday present to myself, before I graduated, I got my membership to my local and national chapter and it's just been a blessing ever since. That's awesome. Stephanie, do you wanna jump in? Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit, but um, I, as part of my master's program, we were actually required to join um, a, no, I would strongly encouraged, I guess, to join a local organization. So um, I went to the University of Georgia's satellite campus that's in Gwinnett, and um, there was actually a session by Rob Bingham, who was one of our past presidents on podcasting, I think, that we had at the time. And I, I heard him speak and I, and I joined that day at, at the campus. So that's how I heard about it. That's awesome. Shout out to Rob. Um, <laughs> Rob is definitely an ATD Atlanta institution, I would say. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I also Robert. did like the concept of like networking and meeting people at ATD. Like um, I ended up doing some instructional design contract work for Rob. So it was a way for me to get experience as a new person in the industry. And it was all because he had come um, and done that, that talk and, and he had a partnership. He actually came to, to one of our classes and spoke as well. So, wow. Amazing. Yeah. I think Rob was our first interview on this show. So if you want to go learn more about Rob, definitely go check that episode out. Um, okay. So let's get into the second question, which is more along, like once you got involved in ATD, what motivated you to join the leadership team? You know, were you coerced? Um, did somebody voluntold you like, you know, did, is this of your own free will? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, go ahead. I'll go first. Cause then I feel like my story might lead into Rhonda's story a little bit, but, um, I first started, um, volunteering as a director 
role on the technology side. The president at the time was Sarah Gilbert and I loved her. I just really enjoyed working with everybody. And um, I I really liked the technology side because it's very behind the scenes and not uh, member facing at all. Um, And it, yeah, I feel like when you're in a role like that and you really like what you're doing, some that my VP at the time, she's kind of rolling off and it, it was just like a natural progression. Like I wanted to do it. So, um, the question came up, like, is this something you'd be interested in doing? And I'm certainly, certainly I would. So. Yeah. You so you found what you loved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And that definitely segues into mine because she totally sweet talked me into taking on her <laughs> role so she can move on to the CFO role. So. <laughs> Yeah, it started off with our sessions with her showing me how to work the uh, newsletter um, and then just start talking more technology stuff with me. And and then, hey, Rhonda, I think you'd be really good as a VP of technology next year. And, you know, she did that very suggestive head nod. And then she kept saying it to me and telling me <laughs> it was really easy and I could do it. And next thing you know, I agreed. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the only way you'll find a replacement for yourself. (laughs) That is is so true. (laughs) But no, I mean, I've always had a heart to serve. Um, Pre-pandemic, I volunteered at homeless shelters and at food pantries. and, And then I was an adult education instructor. So I was always helping my students with learning and, you know, tech side of things. I've always done it in my job as a trainer. Um, So I'm perfectly comfortable with technology. And when I realized that nobody else was stepping up to come into this role, I kind of just knew I had to do it. Um, I don't understand what the concern is over technology. It's not complicated and we use it every day. So, you know, hopefully I'll be able to find a successor very easily, you know, Um, but yeah, that's what brought me here. I wish Jennifer. everybody had your attitude. Sorry, Jennifer, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, so I'm similar to Rhonda. I, I really enjoy volunteering. It's been you know, part of, I think, every corporate role I've had. I'm some kind of like volunteer coordinator. Um, so I knew that eventually I wanted to volunteer on the leadership committee. And when, as I mentioned, my husband and I, we relocated to Atlanta, we moved for his job, we didn't have any family here, no friends, no colleagues. So from a selfish perspective, I wanted to step up and volunteer just to start building a network of professionals in the Atlanta area. And then I had been a member and gained so much from the chapter in Central Florida. I really wanted the chance to be able to volunteer and give back to the association that had really helped me when I was like first getting started. I want to chime in and and I know this wasn't a question on the, on the list today, but, um, I just want to say like, after volunteering, I've had so many opportunities arise. I, I know my story's not, um, everybody's story, but like I said before, I was transitioning from teaching into instructional design and I had a lot of opportunities come up from ATD, but also from my network that I had gotten from being on the board. So, um, one of my it was actually my second instructional design job. I worked at UPS for Sheila Matthews, who was also on the board when I joined the board. She was the VP of membership at the time. And it was just like the people you get to know, like, oh, you're looking for another job. Oh, okay. Like I have one that, that might be a good fit for you. So I've progressed through my career because of some of the connections that I've made on the board. And it just makes me want to continue volunteering for that same reason to, to meet people. Yeah. So to second that, that's how I got my current job that I absolutely love. So that's how I broke into the instructional 
instructional design field. Uh, Neil, you know, called me up one day and said, hey, are you interested in full-time work? Well, at that time, I was more focused on freelance. That's where I was going because I thought I needed to get that experience before I could really break into the world. But he had a connection and his connection needed to fill this spot at the company that he was at because he was transitioning out. So bada boom, bada bang, I got in. And since then, I've been able to bring other people into the company. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to build my team really soon and bring that lovely lady right there, Stephanie, on board with me. But yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, it's the connections, you, right? If I could afford her, totally. <laughs> but yeah, the connections and the networking and how everyone is willing to help each other and share resources and information. It's just, it's a beautiful experience. And I love Greater Atlanta ATD. I can't lie. <laughs> Yay. Um, so I want to ask you all, okay, now that you've transitioned into a leadership role, um, what kinds of things have you already learned? Um, I know you've gone through, uh, trainings like, uh, ALC and leadership Academy. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about what you've learned throughout your leadership experience so far? Um, I'm going to call on Stephanie. Oh, me. I was like, who's going to take this question? We're all staring at each other, by right. the way. He's like, no, you go, you go. <laughs> um, I, and, I, and I hesitate a little bit because I feel like I've been on the board longer than everyone else. So from like what I've learned in his like past is really just, you know, um, working with uh, different people on the board. There's definitely different personalities when you go year to year and our board, our boards change with people every year. But, um, what I've learned specifically this year and in, in the trainings that we've had, I'm moving into a new role this year, or I have moved into a new role the the CFO role. Um, and it seems like an oddball move for me. I really did love the technology role a lot, but I am working into doing some finance stuff on the side as a side hustle. Is there something else I can help with? <laughs> Siri. Siri wants to help me answer my <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like I should take my watch off now. Um, anyway, so I am personally doing some stuff related to finances. Uh, my husband and I started bookkeeping business. I wanted the experience in the CFO role, and I have never done anything like this before. So going to ALC, I connected with every single finance person that was there. And I'm like, please help me. I have never done this before. So it was great going to ALC this year and meeting people um, who some were in the same position as me, like run, uh, going, volunteering for the first time. And then others had done it for a while. So you got to learn what other people are doing and, and learn from their successes and really pull some nuggets of information to use for yourself. Um, you don't, I don't feel like you ever get 100% prepared for the role that you're in, especially because, um, you, you our chapters just unique and things are unique, but it is something that you, you learn as you go and you get to meet people along the way to figure out what you need. Right. Stephanie, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, for me, it was my first time going to ALC and honestly, I was blown away, you know, just soaking up all the information, you know, from all the different people. My favorite part, of course, was networking with people who were in the VP tech role, hearing the seasoned people as well as the newbies and the ideas and the sharing of, you know, the knowledge and wisdom. Um, but 
for me, what I've learned through AOC as well as Leadership Academy and the mentoring program that I was part of with our chapter was communication. Communication is key and it helps to really get things done. And when you don't have good communication, you end up with a mess, you know? So um, that's one of the leadership skills that I hope to bring into my role and be able to share with others and set an exemplary, you know, example for others to follow. Awesome. I love that. Similar to Rhonda, this is my first year on uh, the exec committee. So it was my first time attending ALC as well. I think from a big picture perspective, the things that I walked away from were actually having an understanding of what the other roles on the board <laughs> do, <laughs> which then uh, helps me understand how both myself and my committee need to be collaborating with those other committees in order to like add a lot of value for our membership. Um, it's just good to know, right, what people are doing. And also how much support there is just within the volunteer base of ATD, but also from ATD National that no one is ever really alone. If you have a question, if you need something, um, there is like an entire tribe of support um, and people that you can lean on. So first raising your hand, like it was kind of nerve wracking, a little bit scary, but then I realized, you know, all these folks have my back and everyone wants you to succeed. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. I think from a technical perspective, I'm getting a lot of exposure to more marketing and kind of business development skills that I've not used in my corporate roles as much and learning how to use a CRM tool, things like that. So um, I'm also building that um, kind of technical piece as well. That's cool. That's definitely good to know that um, the different ways that you all are developing. Um, I, I'm really curious as to how all of your planning uh, went within kind of the Atlanta local chapter team. Like, I think that that's a really funny um, thing. Uh, you guys are shaking your heads. What what happened? <laughs> it was, um, I'll, I'll say it, Rondo. It, we, it was hybrid. So like half of us were online and half of us were in person. I feel like it was co like COVID and, and the experience. So it was, it was definitely an interesting experience to be half online and half in person. Um, the first time I joined the board, we actually like rented a hotel room and, and we went away on like a retreat for a couple of nights. And there is a very big difference with doing like online or hybrid versus being in a room and whiteboarding something out while you're all together. Um, so I would just say it was an interesting experience. <laughs> and, and I'll say, um, that experience led me to my big project of the year, which is to find the magic formula to make hybrid events work you know, how to have a successful hybrid experience. So, you know, we learned a lot, we learned a lot, and it's inspired me both for my work and my ATD life to find that magic formula. Because I know it's out there. Yeah. It's called um, money. <laughs> <laughs> and technology. <laughs> yes. The, yeah. the technology you, you get from having money. <laughs> As a VP finance. <laughs> but not at our chapter. We don't have no. that. But it says the VP of finance to the VP of technology. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not looking so good, but we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. 
<laughs> I got you. Yeah. Jennifer, do you have something to say? <laughs> well, I was laughing because I was thinking from a partnership perspective, maybe we can find some sponsors to help with that yes, problem. Please. But <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it was almost a bonding experience, though, from going through that kind of hiccupy hybrid um, in the planning session. But we did we did have subsequent sessions where we came together and we did come up with, I think, some really good goals for the chapter that um, has set a really solid foundation for for moving forward. But yeah, it was definitely a rocky, a rocky start. <laughs> it, yes. I have to also say that it was a bonding experience. So Rhonda and I were on the online uh, yeah. world together and, and I think our little online group bond- bonded a little bit. It really did. Yeah. But I would yeah. also just add that it is, it's kind of overwhelming to go to those meetings because it's like there's so much stuff that our chapter does and our chapter handles. And, and Jennifer, you mentioned this earlier about like what do the different roles do on the, on the board? And we have a pretty large board because our chapter is large. Um, but then getting in a room together and kind of seeing it all at the same time, it's like, wow we do a lot like how do we handle this and and what does that mean for us so um I do think we've had we had some follow-up sessions to really lay out some good plans for the year and and it's really motivating so I feel like after we end those sessions I think everyone's like pumped for the year and they're like yes we can totally do this and and at least gets us through like the first six months of the year that's awesome yeah so Jennifer were you in person I was in person yeah um (laughs) <laughs> was there like a in-person versus virtual, like, <laughs> like a fight? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say virtual was totally ready to revolt against everybody and everything. I mean, we were so riled up. <laughs> but then again, you got to figure you put Stephanie and me together and it's just a party anyway. You know, and then you don't drag me into this. People, oh come on, you were one of the instigators. Don't try it. <laughs> you two are spicy uh, for sure. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. That's it great. was a lot of. We can't hear you guys. Can you like bring the the microphone to the other side of the room? <laughs> yeah, I I'm sure I can only imagine the confusion and the you know I mean everybody's doing this for the first time, so it's like so many wrinkles to to iron out. Um, and I know, I think the rest of the year we're staying hybrid, right? Is that, I guess I'm, yes. I don't know. Okay. Well, That's the we'll plan. investigate. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think our chapter meetings are supposed to all be hybrid this year, um, which I, I do think will be good. I do miss in-person people, but I do not like the idea of COVID. So I'll probably be online with Rhonda <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, but um, we, we've tried to do hybrid in the past. So I, I'm hoping with the, the advances in technology and the adoption of Zoom rooms and stuff like that, that we'll, we'll have a better experience with it this year. Yeah. Um, as a plug for a future episode, I have some time scheduled with Allison to analyze the state of hybrid meetings and kind of come up with some best practices. Cause I know y'all are going to be doing a few events, um, at least till the half of the year that are, that are hybrid. Um, so and I'm I, excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I feel like with our chapter, we almost, we almost should be hybrid just overall. We have one chapter in the entire state, which just seems absurd. And and there's no way that we can serve the entire state at all. But if we do successfully offer hybrid options, I think 
we would, we would be able to serve people that live just much further away, or I'm out in the suburbs, I'm in Lawrenceville and, um, I don't want to drive to Atlanta or we used to have a lot of meetings at like Delta that's on the other, other side of town. I don't want to drive to Delta. So I think we should, uh, Rhonda, that's a good goal for you to really figure out the hybrid piece and, and we should own that. Nice. Great. Okay. Well, I will follow up on the next EB check-in as to the state of our hybrid meetings. Um, definitely writing that one down. <laughs> okay. So let's close out this little reflection session um, with uh, kind of an open-ended question of like, what are you excited for uh, in this coming year? Um, and I am going to go back to the beginning and start with Rhonda. Oh, cool. So what am I excited about? First of all, I'm excited that I actually have a technology committee. <laughs> I've recruited two students um, to help me out. I'm excited to help the chapter um, with their technology, helping us cut costs, okay, which Stephanie is really great at. She's been guiding me on that. But I think more importantly, I'm excited to help make those changes that are going to affect our chapter in the long term like Stephanie was talking about, the hybrid, because our state is so large, we want to be able to serve people who are in Savannah or Tifton, Georgia, or, you know, up, I don't know, North Trenton or Dalton or, you know, wherever they may be at. Having successful hybrid events will really brand our chapter as the go-to chapter for this type of thing. So that's really what I'm excited about, is being able to successfully create a plan and a strategy that is scalable, not just for our chapters, but, you know, ATD National in general. Awesome. I can jump in too. I think um, on a personal level, I am very excited about hybrid and being able to meet some folks in person, uh, depending on how this whole COVID situation uh, is playing out in the beginning of the year. I'm very extroverted and I miss like face-to-face -face interaction very, very much. So I'm very excited about that. And from a chapter perspective, our committee just has a lot of really great work in the pipeline. Um, we are working with a couple different associations in the Atlanta area to diversify some of the content that we're bringing to chapter meetings, COPs, um, opportunities to kind of cross promote events with other associations as well so that, you know, members can attend uh, maybe some of their meetings and get kind of tangential skills and, and information from them that we may not always offer in our chapter. So. Very excited about that, as well as some of the partnerships we have coming up with our um, universities in the area. So we're ramping that up. Um, you know, we have our our internship that is coming up this year that I'm sure we'll have our, our hands in getting the word out to our university partners. We also have the mentor program um, that's coming up. So all of those things, I'm, I'm just really excited to be more a part of that um, now that I'm serving on the board. And all of the extra work that comes with it. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but that's why you have a committee. <laughs> yeah, I've never had a committee. So more power to you, Rhonda. Aww. I hope you, you keep your committee and, and somebody wants to take over for you. 
Um, Anybody, uh, anyone listening is interested in volunteering with any of us, we are always accepting. So please do. And you can see we're a fun bunch. So, you know, you'll enjoy our company (laughs) and you'll learn stuff. You can vouch for the fun for sure. Not, not the learning of the stuff. Not the learning. Okay, great. I got you. I got you. I don't know. Oh, I have no. priorities. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, for me, I feel like uh, being new to the CFO role, I'm excited about learning something new, a new trade, uh, just in general, and and new things. And um, I, the other half of that is really, I think we have a really good group on the board this year. We have a, a lot of talented people and, and I think we have a lot of big ideas and, and I know we, we do this every year, but, um, so I'm excited about <clears throat> volunteering with everybody who's on the board this year and seeing where it takes us with the, with the chapter. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was so great to hear from you all. Um, Thank you so much for joining me for this first EB check-in of the year. Um, Yeah, thank you, Rhonda, Jennifer, and Stephanie. Um, We're really excited to see what you guys are going to come up with for the rest of the year. Uh, Catch Building Our Vision on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. For more content, programming, and events, check out our website at atdatlanta.org. 